Hi guys, it's your host Matilda. And your host Hadiza. And your other host Imama. And you're listening to the Africa Lipso Podcast. Hi guys, welcome back to the last episode of this year. Thank God. How are you guys doing? <laughs> yes, should end, please. Yeah. How have you guys? How was your Christmas and everything? Oh, my Christmas was really good. It was it was so much fun. It was relaxing. Um, we opened gifts. We watched Christmas movies. We went to a friend for like a small gathering. Small gathering. I love your disclaimer. <laughs> you know, just emphasizing it. <laughs> and that was just really fun. Just to like see friends, to eat, to like, you know, play games and all of that stuff. So that was really fun. And yeah, it was just like, it was a very fun, relaxing, friend-filled Christmas. Like a chosen family Christmas as opposed to like an actual. Oh. Oh, an actual Christmas. family. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was good. I spent time with family, so it was nice. Well, I, as usual, I'm always in Ottawa for Christmas <laughs> without family, but I was with a friend and like, it was so chilled. Like, I really enjoyed it and there was lots of food. So we ordered like gizdodo, jollof fried rice, chicken, meat pie, sausage, you know, just everything. It. it was like enjoyment. It was enjoyment. And like, we sat down and we watched Titanic and you guys Aww. see, the thing is, there's no amount of times I, I can watch Titanic and not cry. Because I was like, I know what I'm expecting. But yes. But, still. but I was still crying. I was like, what's the meaning of this world? <laughs> Lol. But yeah. Uh, so, okay. So we're doing things a little different this year. Rather than do a recap of the year, we've gone through all our episodes from this year and put all of them together so you can listen to how the year went from a high to where we are now. <laughs> so listen and be blessed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I to guess. say. I guess <laughs> this is how we sounded January 2020. Welcome back to the today's episode, and we are in 2020. <laughs> I love when she does that. It's 2020. How are you guys doing? I hope you guys are um, having resolutions and everything that you're not gonna keep to. Um, what do you mean? What kind of negative energy? I mean, I was looking at my resolutions from last year. And I was just like, okay, didn't do that. That's fine. That's yeah, fine. No, but this year is different. Oh, 2020. Oh, perfect vision. Mm-hmm. We're going to do everything. <laughs> perfect what? Vision. vision. Perfect vision. <laughs> We're gonna do everything that we have said to do. Amen. Sure. Yeah. That's that's a, a good place to start. Exactly. Yeah. Like we don't need no negativity. Oh, some things that have been going on in the past week. Did you guys see the World War Three memes? Yo, that shit had me rolling. <laughs> I was dying. dying. It's so funny. Yeah. It actually is. Okay, let me not say it's funny. I feel like it's funny because of the memes. Because we're not going to war. That's why. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is, we actually I like, don't I feel like know. It's funny yeah, we don't really know what's going on. Okay, so 2020 has started trying to give me bus 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 you give it bus 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 back (laughs) it's trying to give me an l already Mm -hmm. um and I just refuse. Refuse to give it. Refuse, refuse it. it. I, I refuse. Yeah, yeah I refuse. I refuse this L. Yeah. So I'm just going to try to. I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. Yeah. January was such a long month. Oh my but I liked goodness. It. I don't know why everybody like was trying that it was to wait. Yes. I don't know why everybody oh, was no, trying to rush it to I, end. I'm just like, it's like my year is going to be like January, then I don't want to be a part of it. What? Sorry, this is my suicide. You'll be part of it. <laughs> 
ever since she's lost her No, I, I, you know, actually, it's funny because every single time people, and I know like I'm actually about to diverge, but real quick, every single time people are like, oh, like, you know, the day is so long, the week is so long, the month is so long, the year. I'm just like, so like, where are you rushing to? Like, okay, the month is long. Okay, the year is long. Like, where actually are you rushing to? No, but if you're enjoying it, then you would like that it's long. But if you're yeah, not. But it's, yeah, but it's like, even if you're not, like, where are you rushing to? February. So that February will now bring So that we can cleanse ourselves and start again. <laughs> yeah, start again. <laughs> well, you can start again yes. the next day. No need. We want February. <laughs> what you want? Okay. Yeah, Fair that's enough. the thing. I like, feel like that's what people were, like, f- everyone was so excited at the beginning of January and then in the last two weeks or so, like, it just felt like January was, was dry again and every mm. like left to right you would just be hearing bad news bad news bad news, news, bad news yeah. yeah but god forbid in february and the rest of this year because we be started good, good a new okay. it'll be good news amen amen hallelujah the whole thing with like kobe the coronavirus, coronavirus. Mm. the um there was like an earthquake as well in puerto think, rico um jamaica i think tsunami a tsunami I think warning it was, I thought I something. saw a 7.7 earthquake. Wasn't I mean, I think it was like a 7.7 earthquake in the water, which kind of led to like a tsunami, oh, tsunami. tsunami warning. Mm-hmm. But it didn't happen. I don't know that it happened. Okay, know. but it was just, it was everything was happening all at once, mm-hmm. you know, like, so it was quite overwhelming. Yeah. Another thing that hit me too was the plane that was shut down. Which one? The mm-hmm. one in Iran. Right. Oh, oh that was yeah. a while ago. Oh, it yeah. was a while ago. But then I went to you Ottawa like like I think two weeks Some ago. Some people and then I there? I saw the yeah, people from you Ottawa. Yeah, I remember from like, Carlton, two pictures. people. Oh my goodness. Yeah, like, I think there was like a an alumni and then one who was doing his PhD or oh something. It was yeah. so sad. Man. So yeah, so seeing those just made me realize like these people are people who would have walked through these hallways and mm. stuff like that, right? Had friends. Have you guys heard the 5G conspiracy? Oh, the 5G yeah. is the oh, <laughs> I feel like someone, I listened to this podcast. Do you guys know The Read? Yes, with um the Kid Fury and... Um, yeah, and Crystal. Yeah, and Crystal, yeah. So they referenced that only because I feel like they were mocking uh, Carrie Hilson. <laughs> yeah, she's the one that like really spearheaded the yeah. Yeah, I, I just like like where does this stem from? Like how? Okay, but does let's it be honest. Work? My mom sent me this thing on WhatsApp. <laughs> no, no, you guys, it was really convincing. <laughs> okay, but how, okay, how does it work? Okay, so five G, the frequency is like too high for our bodies. So like it's. It's wait, just wait. Let me (laughs) something about it um causing flu like symptoms because our bodies are fighting against it. So like it doesn't against the frequency of five G. Girl. Like at first like I feel like, you know, you go through a roller coaster of emotions where it's Mm. like you're firstly um like shocked. Shocked. Like, (laughs) oh, what's happening? Like why is this happening? Da 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 and then you you come to an acceptance phase and like how to move forward phase kind of thing. How do I make uh, best use for me? I mean, I'm not working and stuff, but hopefully I'll get those benefits from the government. <laughs> Shout out to Trudeau. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's just like going with the flow of everything. 
as everyone said, really, the first couple of days were like really shocking for me, especially because the way I cope with just being who I am is being surrounded by people. So I know like the first couple of days, I literally laid down and I was home alone for those first couple of days. I, I didn't do one thing like at all. I was in despair. And I think that's kind of, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know if I was overreacting, but it's just how my mental was like dealing with it because I guess I kind of saw that this was going to be the new norm and we don't even have it like an end in sight mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that was it for me and I, I don't know a lot of times when like stuff happens that I just can't do it I, I just always sleep mm-hmm. and I found that I have been sleeping a lot more mm-hmm. like since this whole thing started um, <laughs> no I feel like actually it's great hearing your stories and your, your stories in terms of how you're personally responding, because I think you are kind of exhibiting the range of responses that people can have to this, right? Mm. There is the potential for slowdown because a lot of the things that we in, in the Western world have had as our distractions, uh, the things that we've gone to, whether it's people, movies, entertainment, restaurants have been removed from us. Yeah. And so there is an option to slow down. But I think even in some of this, what, and I don't want to pathologize being busy, but there is a way that being left with ourselves sometimes and less distractions can inspire anxiety, right? (laughs) Being alone with our thoughts in a way that people are not used to because they've Mm. always had things to just to kind of keep them busy. I agree. Like, it's just, it's a lot going on, really, because it's people losing their jobs. It's people losing actual loved ones. That's the one that I feel like hasn't, because the numbers are not, I I don't, not to sound negative, they're not yet as high that it's affected every social circle. Do you get Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't even want to think about a situation where someone I know to even someone else uh-huh. would pass away from this. That's when I think things will just change and I don't Yeah, just know. like spiral. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to spiral and that's the thing. I don't know. Like, I guess that's why it's important to talk about like mental uh-huh. health and dealing with these kind of things. My approach, I'll say as a therapist, is not necessarily about like the silver, just saying the silver lining or like being positive poly. But more about sort of being grounded in our reality and saying, this is hard and this does suck. And at the same time, there are things that we can look for to maintain us, to stabilize us in the midst of a really difficult time, right? We can both grieve and lament that a lot is happening um, and that grief is coming closer to our doorsteps, right? That that, that scary reality exists. And at the same time, we've been able to wake up today. We're able to, to record a podcast. We're able to say like, you know, and, and have laughter through, through this podcast, right? In the midst that both are true at the same time. Man, we're, we're on lockdown up until I think the 27th or the 28th of this month. So that's the 27th of April. Then they're going to review it. But the, from the way things look, <laughs> yeah, we're going to be like this for a hot minute. Yeah. So, so sad. <laughs> so, I have a theory that governments are trying to um, do, do that review thing so they don't overwhelm yeah. their citizens. Yeah. Like reduce like, like the amount of fear that people yeah. have. Yeah, because if stress. they say September, people will lose it. Honestly, I... <laughs> 
I really just want, like, I just want July and August. They can absolutely have May and June. Like, they can have <laughs> May and June. Like, just give me July and August. <laughs> I don't know, Corona friends. Corona, <laughs> Corona friends. friends. They can have May and June. I just really want July and August, to be honest. Like, please. Why did the mood drop? Okay, yeah, I don't know. I think because I was trying to, you know, be on this positivity. COVID is okay. It's all good. Da, 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 da. Then I started to really think, ah, so this COVID like this, you don't know what the future holds anymore mm. and all that. And that just made me feel like low. What's his name? Ahmad Ahmad Arbery. Arbery. What had happened to him is actually, like, it makes me feel powerless as a black person. Do you want to give a brief overview of just what happened? How about you? Oh, yeah. So, um, Ahmad was running in a neighborhood. I presume white neighborhood. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but he was just running in a neighborhood. And then um, these two guys, the man and his son, they were both white. They came out with guns wanting to confront the man. And they claimed that he looked like somebody that had robbed from their area or something like that. And then he ended up in like a fight between the man and like the white man's son and like the guy, the black guy, Ahmad, running and stuff. And Wait, was they it shot a him. fight? It wasn't a fight. Like I think Ahmad it was, was trying like to a confrontation. confrontation. And then, I mean, they were armed, so he yeah. was trying to like fight for his life because they're armed. Yeah, I think I think what it is is he was jogging, and then they came out with a gun, saying, "Oh, they want to talk to him." And I mean, obviously, looking at the gun at that point, you're like, "Oh, his life or death." Because mm-hmm. yeah, and I guess they just ended up struggling. Like Ahmad was struggling with the boy for the gun or something. It was like, there's a video showing like them struggling and then somebody shot somebody three times. They shot Ahmad three times. There was another um, police brutality video that surfaced of this guy. I think they said that he was arrested because of fraudery, but like in his arrest, the police was kneeling on his neck and he kept screaming, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And he went unconscious and basically he died. Um, police was stepping on his neck. Kneeling on his neck. Kneeling on his neck. On his neck. Why? Yeah. Well, and like he was already handcuffed and everything. He was there so was why was he kneeling there? Because you know, my dear, you can It's it's the it's the Minneapolis Police Department. So yeah. to be honest, you can actually shoot them emails like if you want. Like this is not even me being mm-hmm. like shady or anything. Like mm-hmm. like they posted their numbers. Like if you actually want, like call them. Like make sure that they don't drop this. Like shoot them emails and stuff like that. Yeah. To be like if you really want to. Um, what do you call it? Invest? Not invest, but they're like not arrested. Engage, you engage know, those men. They're just put on like they were suspended no, or something. No, they were like put that. on leave. On but leave. apparently, they're still being paid. Wow. Mm. Honestly, people don't value human life. No, police don't value life. Yeah. I say, I say human life and then, yeah, black lives. Specifically. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. The news coming out of America is so tiring. That's why I was like, I don't know that we should engage it too much because like, I mean, unless we have a plan to, you know, go there and then start doing something. It's just, it gets sometimes tiring of just always being like, I mean, there might be people out there that, um, need to see this video or need to, to know about this and can actually make a difference so i mean more props to you guys and hopefully sometime in the future we can do that Mm -hmm. 
We are unfortunately not going to drop an episode today in the light of everything that's going on from the Black Lives Matter protests that are going on around the world to um, the two raping situations that happen, major ones in Nigeria and the massacre in Kaduna. We feel the need to take a break from today's episode to actually have a conversation and share resources with you guys so that you know how you can contribute to all these things going on and I we feel like it would be tone deaf for us to release an episode in the middle of all of this. Essentially, I guess in in the United States of America, there's been a lot of police brutality cases, and and there was uh, of most recent a case where um, George Floyd was basically choked. Um, not choked, but he was uh, he was killed by a police officer by asphyxiation. Basically, he lost his breath. Yeah, that's the summary of the entire thing. And there was also a case of Breonna Taylor, who was also shot. And recently, earlier this year, there was also a case of Amud Arbery, who was shot, but not by police, uh, not by policemen, but by actual citizens. Yeah. So essentially, there's just white been, uh, citizens. White citizens, yes. And there's just been an influx of cases of black people being killed by the police, being killed by citizens, and um, just a yes. lot of racism. It yeah. It was also like you know the woman in the park, Amy Cooper. Yes, Amy yeah. Cooper. It was also. I mean, even though nobody was killed in that situation, but it really could have led up to that because she called the cops on a black person, which could have escalated. Yeah, yeah, and we have seen in the past escalates to basically black people being killed. So there's just been an influx of injustice happening to black people in basically the recent years, in years, in over 400 years. And I feel like in this time, people are just really tired given the pandemic and given everything going on. It's like everybody has actually, like, they're exhausted. So there's a lot of uh, protests happening right now in the States. There's a lot of petitions, like a lot of donations, basically a lot of things happening. Because the world is actually going to shit, it seems. <laughs> but it's fine. 2020 is just six months in. The next six months, we move. Yeah, the next six months will be greater, hopefully. Yeah. We're praying. All those of people are saying that, like, ah, They ah, said, which lockdown? Lockdown <laughs> what? People are, people are playing ball outside. For sure. You know what's so funny? Someone had told me that mm-hmm. he heard people on Twitter talking about the fact that they said there's a new strain of malaria in Nigeria and that, <laughs> that is causing a lot of people to die and for people to lose their taste and stuff like that. I'm like, like sad. No, that strain that is, is called Corona. <laughs> That strain is called Corona. You guys don't know how to act. I feel like everything, every sickness in Nigeria is actually malaria. Like that's literally is that malaria or fever. So essentially what had happened was August Alcina is essentially dropping like, or he dropped this music project. And like yeah. during the interview for that project, um, he was interviewing with some lady. I don't know. He was interviewing some lady. And during that interview, they had kind of asked him about what his relationship with the, the Smiths? Smiths were like, you know, specifically Jada, because it looked like he had sang about her in one of his songs. Then he now kind of broke it down. He was like, actually him and Jada were in some form of like sexual relationship. I mean, that, I'm like, this is me paraphrasing what is this year and cake what is that i'm screaming oh. <laughs> what the heck is that 
so it's actually been a very very confusing last couple days <laughs> essentially on twitter somebody had posted a video of like everyday items plus like everyday food stuff basically ra- the most random things and they posted a video of them cutting into the most random things and as they cut into it you said that it was actually cake this is the most positive 2020 has been and it's cake that everybody's cake honestly <laughs> I started watching Big Brother Ninja and oh, everyone, I don't get it. How is everyone watching it? What are you watching it on? Why are you watching it? Yeah. There's a very toxic website. But it's been so good. Like it's actually been so good. I feel like I'm proper enjoying the content this season. And it's actually so addictive. Like this is why I don't watch reality TV because I get like trapped in it. I'm literally on it all day. Quick question though. <laughs> now that mm-hmm. Big Brother Nigeria don't end, what do Nigerians go do? Because reality go come slap My us dear. now. So maybe like I say we go <laughs> we go focus on Buari again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll say the good thing with the app for Nigeria and I say coronavirus don't expose a lot of things. Not just politically speaking, also in terms of religion. Waiting him exposed. No, see, but it, see, see. Let me tell you. But it seems to say all these things that the, the, the people they talk say. Oh, this one exposed, that one exposed. These things have been exposed ever since. But waiting yeah. people they do about them, nothing. No, I want They've to be exposed, the but nobody they do anything Larry's about them. What did sentence. they expose? What do you mean they expose? Like I make mean, it in terms explainer. of more talk about um, pastors. In terms oh. of uh, Christianity for the country, but we've been like, we we don't we, know this. No, 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 now, uh, now listen, now I talk. Yeah, right, we don't right. know these things, but, but but what would you do about it? Exactly. Now like, that they don't expose, waiting with it. Exactly. A lot of people don't come to like their actual sense when we say you really. We won't. Yeah, yeah. People I don't see them. I don't see them. Just give them. Just give them like two months. They go be vets. Give like two months. They go be vets. Which kind of sense? I I I know. Say right now, it not look like that for like it really don't for, look for, like that so. yeah but it's not a thing <laughs> right really I say, like that, so. a lot of a lot of the times eh, when um things won't change now so it till it start and yeah for, for nigeria for which for, country no be nigeria oh. no, no see, larry but, you 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 guys give see. us like tangible things where you they talk because you they say oh we'll see i'm over time waiting people don't do now in this corona times wait you they live anything. in the hopefuls yeah because mm-hmm. that one now hope say you get faith in nigerians say they them go do anything about it but that might be the thing right so you not fit you're, like you not fit judge them right now when we say people define so where we go judge them how to survive <laughs> no no see 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 people define Later. literally literally they define how to survive at this at this moment yes, moment in time right but it could get one point when we say nigerians go rich and like literally water go past gary but i feel like we don't get to that point one of the big things that happened while we were on a break is the NSARS um, movement came to life and the protests. Um, and it was very crazy because it was like the moment we decide to take a break Literally. is when Nigeria decides <laughs> to, to do its thing. And it's crazy because even in our last episode, we were talking about how, because um, Larry proper called me and he was like, remember when I said, um, <laughs> what are go past Gary? I mean, what is that the term he said? And he was like, remember I told you, I was like, I guess, I guess you were right. <laughs> whatever but in summary we took NSARS from the Twitter streets to the actual streets then the COVID-19 palliative saga okay <sighs> yeah it, it's so oh, it's, wicked it's so wicked it's like literally they it for or no, how but the, they the, have the, to the wait. Thing, mm-hmm. I heard that he actually doesn't have powers to control. He doesn't. The military, the military but, yeah, because the military but, is federal. That's but, what I heard, though. But who switched off the lights? Who turned off the billboards? Who took out the cameras from the um, toll gates? Mm-hmm. Questions. 
question. Uncle Fashola because, and Bu- Buhari is the come. one. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes, Fashola Holmes. Uncle Fashola Holmes. <laughs> you see, okay, why was Fashola throwing handkerchief on, on those things as if like we have like a forensic lab in Nigeria that's going to test the fingerprint? Important. Honestly, so many, so many important questions. This I can actually write a book on this question. giving me reality TV vibes and I've mm-hmm. had enough. Uh, it's giving me clear for Liar plus BB Niger. Yo, yo. Yo, this well, year was, I saw a tweet. Someone said this year is what we thought 2012 would be. And like, oh, yeah. I was like, retweet. Because I feel like everybody thought the year was, the world was going to end. I know the world didn't end this year. Anyways, we still have November and December. I think at this point, but if, if the world was ending this year, people would be like, okay. Yeah, they, they won't be surprised. Well, I, sh- like, I guess. I guess if it's going to end, it's just going to end. I've just been on the TL, like, I feel so tired. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Like, there's so, so much, tired. so much going on. Like, so, mm-hmm. so much. Have you guys been uh, seeing how they've been um, arresting people and blocking people's accounts in Nigeria? It's so sad. Like, it's literally, so it's like the people that are, that basically pass person in the entire process, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's so sad and so crazy. Like, it's, that's literally, it's not democracy, feels like we're in a toxic relationship with our government so you know yeah. when when you want to speak up to your abuser again after your abuser we just finished abusing you I, <laughs> that's i just felt like dang what yeah but oh another thing i saw on um on twitter um is people talking about dirty december <laughs> what's going on is corona dead i ah, see that's the only way nigeria can make money <laughs> there's no corona point, in lagos and yeah like there's Mama no said, corona in lagos there's no corona in nigeria period once he entered the uh, nigeria uh, the corona gets disintegrated in this they obviously just don't care now. just died. I think Canada has said like the vaccine will be available in January and I think places in the January? US I thought I saw March but sorry go ahead go ahead it doesn't really matter I'm Shabu hearing some places say like in the US say as soon as December but mm. different different reports chat. late this I year don't. early next year but <laughs> let's be very honest I had this discussion with my mom it's not eventually going to come to black people first anyways let's be very honest yeah like, before true. it goes to africa see how the governments in developed countries are saying they've already like you know bought signed bought out like uh, what has buhari said about this vaccine <laughs> <laughs> which brings me into nigeria is a re- recession <laughs> yo i saw that i'm telling you can't mm. buy a bag of onions now at this point you know? there's so many even, problems even me in my house now this onions thing is affecting me <laughs> I have a tray in my kitchen where I used to just spread the onions and let breeze blow it. That tray is empty. It's empty. I don't buy onions when I want to cook. Yeah. I buy onions par. I I par, I buy per the onions meal. per meal prep. Damn. Because no, let me even tell you why. It's not because How much it's, is not onions because, now, it's not because actually. I can't buy my sister onions now. If you see this, David has this to stressy David. <laughs> No, no, let me explain. Let me explain. If you see the tiny bulb, that thing is not about how much. Do you understand? It's about what they will sell to you as 100 naira onions that will, that will weaken your spirits. It will demolish your, I don't even know what to, how to say it. (laughs) Do you get? So the problem now is even in the market, you can't find it. It's scarce. Mm -hmm. You get? That's why I can't, I can't even have a tree anymore. In fact, I don't even want to have a tree. Before someone will come to my house and see a tree and come and rob and me, steal and rob it. me of my onions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they said December twenty first. Okay, I found it. So they said they said as black people, genetically, we are stronger and smarter than everyone else. We are more creative on. We are more creative. Mm. Yes, man. 
on December 21st, <laughs> our real DNA will be unlocked. A <laughs> majority will be able to do things that we thought were fiction. Amazing. So as why you can fly, she gets. And I said, and I said, you have to learn who we are as people. They what want to make us average. DNA to be unlocked. Ah, I don't know, but we should be ready. Even talking about Christmas in Lagos, they've basically shut down 30 December. Did you guys see I that? I mean, mm. yeah, like apparently they were like closing clubs and like stuff like that. That makes sense. That, that, That's that so sad though. Is it sad? Actually, it makes sense. It's not sad. I shouldn't say it's bad. <laughs> I, I saw know. that thing. Remember like how they said, I don't know how true it is. I mean, even the scientists are speculating, but that there's like a new strain in the UK um that's apparently oh, it's not false it's very true yeah no but i'm it saying it's true. like kind of like a speculation for the not a speculation per se but they haven't understood it a hundred percent but what they know is that it's like 70 percent more if um more transmissible exactly and it's like weird because the strain that we know and love uh, and hate and <laughs> um, um, <laughs> like retract it's already very con- like it's already very contagious so i can't imagine what is so what this new strain yeah what this new strain is but the year wasn't all bad we also had some laughs and some wins so here they are oh let me tell you one of the things that made it really really good so okay. we had our first ever blog mention like Whoa. and I, <laughs> I sent it to everyone in the group chat and we were so excited. Like, so. It was so cute. I loved it. And I I also absolutely loved the way, like, he, like, described it. Described the point. It was so apt, right? Like, Like, I was like, I couldn't even explain it that well. Yeah. Our our expert for, um, I don't even know how to use the word, so. Excerpt? Excerpt. Excerpt. Mm, Excerpt. (laughs) That, yeah, that. (laughs) For the podcast, is not even as good as his. No, honestly. Can we, like, copy our bits? Yeah, we'll copy our no copyright shout out to him yeah his name is frederick oh you said school is that something you want to share oh i mean sure i'm back in school guys (laughs) okay okay mama started her master's program (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh no she doesn't have to do it what he's still here now oh oh it's true why are you turning off your mic no 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 like i thought like he had gone in you know his spirit oh wow no no no. this girl had in spirit She, this is not the first time that Imama is saying. One time Imama said, sometimes you have to come outside your body and see yourself. Oh, wow. <laughs> Do you see? Okay, that, but that, that kind of makes sense. You Imama, see? like, you know, having spiritual eyes. Like, what? <laughs> what are you guys talking this about? Only us that don't have what do you guys, eyes. you guys, you guys. <laughs> no. Especially in like churches and like when they're giving <laughs> testimonies, they'll be like, Jesus. so I was meant to go like on this trip in this bus today. And like, you know, something happened. And like, you know, Everybody I decided else was to, but I like, you know, something happened and I didn't enter the bus again. And they're like, I just heard that like, you know, that the bus got into an accident. And like, everybody, everybody died. Everybody so, died except like, for me. And except for me. Like, praise <laughs> the Lord. Praise. Like, what happened to the people who died though? Before we start, can I just give a small, small, small poem okay. for my heart? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Proceed then. Black, blackity, black, 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 blackity, black. How I am I, I black? I just knew it. How is the caramel off my skin? <laughs> I just knew it. Valentine's Day came and it went. Valentine's is coming. Wait, no, 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 no. Valentine has come. Still. Where was your boyfriend? Hey, you, you were sitting, sitting at home. Lonely. <laughs> okay, I will Valentine's Your mates Day. are getting flowers. 
<laughs> you are seen to the home. Oh, God provided. Slowly. I mean, did he? Yeah, he, pro- he provided. 10 a.m. So, not to interrupt um, you, but I've never heard anyone say triple W. <laughs> what do you guys say? Huh? W, 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 w. W. <laughs> That's, that's such a waste of time. Like, it is. You just changed the game right now, actually. Um, someone wrote in and they were like, before this pandemic, they've been wanting to break up with this guy. Pandemic hits. She wants to break up with them in person. But unfortunately, this pandemic happened. So should she break up with the person during the pandemic or wait after? And keep in mind, they still have to be doing relationship stuff in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Mm-mm. is it? Would you rather be? Um, the question is: Would you rather break up with someone before or after? And would you rather be broken up with during a pandemic or after? I think after. Uh, because I think just sorry, go ahead. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Because because after I have people that I can hold on to, right? I can I can move around. If you if you break up with me during the pandemic, and let's say I live alone, I, I'm dead. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> For me, it's gonna be during man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Straight up, fam. Listen, let's get on Facetime. Wrap this up, man. <laughs> real quick, <laughs> real quick. Yeah. We are here again in your because we are here again. <laughs> What's her name? Was shot who in the bomb bomb? Oh, Megan the Stallion. Bomb bomb. It was her no, name? it wasn't her feet. It was like Jesus. Bomb bomb. Where did you hear that word? No, no, no. On Twitter, people have been saying. <laughs> Yeah, so with that, we bid our adieu. No, adieu? Huh? Is that... Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is it the adieu? <laughs> I don't even understand what's being said. Adieu, Papa. Is that what you were trying to say? Isn't that what you were trying, trying to say? To say? I Adios? don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Wait, okay. You know what? Wait, I don't say it. No. I'll just Wait, say I, it. I think you're trying to say, like, we bid our farewell or something like that. Let, let me find what I was trying to say. Bid our adieu. Yeah. Yeah. Bid our I bid you adieu. No, it's not adieu. But someone said adieu. It's adieu. It's adieu. It's adieu. It's because, you know, I feel like because it sounds like very, very Nigerian to say adieu, but it's actually adieu. We beat our adieu. <laughs> like, you know, it's like farewell in like French. Sha is uh, bye bye <laughs> in it. I think it's just one of those things that have been used in because, it's a mm-hmm. phrase, right? I bid you adieu is like, it's a phrase in oh, English. Okay, adieu. So, it's not adieu. Hey, God, it's adieu. Eric Abadu, no we just wanted to shout shout out. Well, I'm, I'm very uh-huh. Yoruba, actually. So Ties. my half, my output is still the headphones. <laughs> Say right it now. again. Your half is that his half? His half. Wow. No, 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 no. We you said Did my age factor kick in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. While you're about to get us, so that nobody hits. I said hit. What's going on? Nobody hits you. <sighs> Why would somebody hit you? No hit, as in eats. Hits. What I oh, meant? Oh was my god. Eats. That's what I'm saying. You meant eats. Oh, I'm actually yeah. the way I see it. I did not even know that. Also. I don't speak this Yoruba thing. I was about to ask you. I've been speaking Yoruba no. a lot more recently. No, it Shurubasa? creeps into your. It just creeps into your diction. I think, I think um, you're getting older, so 
What does that have to do I don't get it. What does that actually? Oh, yeah, land. No, don't worry about it. I don't need to land. No, 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 land. No, it doesn't matter. What? <laughs> <laughs> there's some sentences I actually can't say, like, huh? straight. Like, As sentences, in- like, yesterday, I was trying to say a sentence that has a lot of words that starts with H mm-hmm. and then A. Like it was a, a running was a sentence. But I had to say slow. I actually had to say slow. I can't say it together. Like that I literally so funny. can't. But what is it about it? Because I don't even really speak the language like it's, that. It's genetics. The only thing I'm planning is PR and passports in Jesus' name. Yeah, Honestly, I need that passport. Owen, if you're ever looking, like perchance, if you Owen, <laughs> Owen, I think you can if you can you're supposed to marriage for the wives. <laughs> No, it's not legal Canada. And we can arrange that. Ah, but you're my brother now. We just, we just said that I'm, I'm a door. No. <laughs> Canadian government can be listening to this. I don't want to incriminate myself. Nah, joke, nah, no, joke, no, nah, joke. We'll marry for love. No need. <laughs> it's love now. Is that no love? <laughs> Agape love. Is that no love? Come on, it's love now. No comments. No. The love of Christ. <laughs> yeah, he has to define the love, but the love is there. <laughs> Oh yeah, so Victor is like Nigerian Canadian now. So like, he's always like wait, wait, sorry, pause, he's always pause, real quick. Victor, do you have passport? Yeah. You defined wife. Um, <laughs> that was I'm the good, next question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said I'm good, thank you. Bye. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Obviously, we're joking, but um. And then, and I'm kidding. I'm joking too. No, it's okay. I'm good. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> Remember, yeah, we gave you his what, Instagram. If perfect you're one, the same for, page. Um, you know, husband, candidate husband. Victor <laughs> is here. This is a <laughs> like scene. Reach out to Africa Limso. And as devout feminists, we always will spread our leader, Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie's message. Due to copyright issues, Here's the Africalypso version of Chimamanda's We Should All Be Feminists. We teach teach girls to shrink themselves, to make themselves smaller. We We say to girls, you can have ambition, but not too much. You should aim to be successful, but not too successful. Otherwise, you threaten the man. Because I am female... I am expected to aspire to marriage. I am expected to make my life choices, always keeping in mind that marriage is the most important. Now, marriage can be a source of joy and love and mutual support, but why do we teach girls to aspire to marriage and we don't teach boys the same? We raise girls to see each other as competitors, not for jobs or for accomplishments, which I think could be a good thing, but for the attention of men, we teach girls that they cannot be sexual beings in the way that boys are. Feminist! Feminist. <laughs> who believe in the social, political, and economic equality of the sexes. Sexes, sexes, sexes. And I'm a bit, I'm a bit of a feminist, so like it's kind of, of like, yeah, better yeah. say with your chest. You're like, not of a feminist. No, with no, your chest, no, just say no, no. Just say actually. So my best, the best one actually, is called Snail Sense Feminism. Did you guys get that? Snail Sense Feminism. See how we pretend like we're actually learning. Okay. So, um, Snail Sense Feminism is a theory. I'm going to say who proposed this theory because I really love it so much. So, Snail Sense Feminism is a theory proposed by Akachi Adimora. Is Igbo, right? Is she Nigerian? Yes, yeah, she's, she's Nigerian. tired. 
So um, this feminism encourages Nigerian women to work slowly like a snail's movement <laughs> in her dealings with men. <laughs> <laughs> Because that, that Nigerian women are legit notorious for shit like that. Somebody will buy you biscuit and pure water, and next thing you know, it's like you know, like you're in bondage for the rest of your life. life. Like I'm, I'm, I'm indebted to you. Like, is this how you repay me? It's like, fam, it's like less than fifty bucks. But anyway, me, I'm, me, I'm attracted to enjoying. That's my life motto. Yeah. I'm attracted to enjoyment. I can I cannot even lie. See, I'm the kind of person that see let's see voted the last daughter will come for me. I'll change my name, last name. <laughs> <laughs> Who is my father? Oh, that's Please. a question. Oh, <laughs> Who is my father? Yeah. I will change it. Honestly, I don't care, man. I don't care. But actually surviving in Nigeria as a woman is tiring. Yeah. It's a lot of mental strength, to be honest. Yeah, right? you have to have a lot, have of, have mental a lot of mental strength. strength. If you liken it to like black people, slaves had yeah. to prove that they were even human because at some point they actually didn't believe they had the same value. And even today, black people are having to prove their value all the time. And it's tiring because we are all human. We did not choose to be male. We did not choose to be black. We didn't choose to be female. We didn't choose anything by just being born, I should be afforded certain rights that we all aren't. Why Why are people treated above each other just by what you were born with and what you didn't control? So it's just the idea of it. It's, it's just crazy. I don't know. I think that's the first thing I've agreed with you guys on today. I so, I, you know, we've... Uh, We've made progress. It only took like three hours, but we got there. <laughs> All right. So that was basically our year in a wrap. And uh, we, now that we're at the end, we just wanted to do a little bit of like, you know, re- reflections on like what we've learned this year. Cause I feel like this year really, it might not have taught you anything and that's fine to be honest, but we just wanted to, you know, reflect on the things this year has taught us generally. So mm-hmm. Imama, you start. <laughs> um, actually it's funny cause I was, my friend came over for the weekend and we're actually having this conversation. So I've learned a lot of vulnerability this year. Like I've definitely been more vulnerable and more open with like the people in my life, which I really appreciate. And what about um, this year made you do that? More vulnerable. Yeah. Um, I'm actually trying to think cause like, <laughs> I'm trying to think about what made me more vulnerable. I guess it's just like, just wanting to like foster closeness to people. I feel like for me, intimacy can really be fostered through vulnerability. So I think that's kind of what made me want to do just, just the fact that I was, I really wanted to be more intimate in my friendships. Like I wanted to be more open and like, you know, be able to ask for help, even though I'm still having issues with that now, but like just be able to ask for help when I actually need help. And just all of that. And I don't know that all of that kind of like, you know, can be done without vulnerability, if that makes sense. Yeah. Do you think it's because like generally the year kind of slowed us down to be able to recognize yeah, that exactly and it was definitely that for me and also the fact that this year because of the slowdown and the fact that i was at home a lot i actually could have more conversations with my friends just see their thought process see my thought process like just open up about things that i usually wouldn't just because now it was almost like i had more time to talk like i had more time to get to know friends that i've known for like eight years like you know things like mm-hmm. that so yeah i feel like that was kind of it for me so i definitely learned to be more vulnerable this year Mm-hmm. And um, I guess I'd also say, even though I've kind of always known and loved friendships, but I think this year I found a newer appreciation for friendships. Yeah, I definitely like fell in love with my friends again. Like I found like just a new appreciation mm-hmm. for friendships. I like, yeah, I feel like that was this year for me. That's kind of, those are the two main things that I learned. And actually I also kind of learned to 
I've always been an optimist, but I guess I kind of learned to be more of an optimist. I don't know, but to see, to, to try to find more positives, even when like things weren't working out. <laughs> you know, I think everyone learned that this year, actually. Yeah, I think <laughs> because, so. <laughs> honestly, there was a point in time that it's like every single time we woke up, there was new bad news. Do you get? <laughs> like, and we're like, how bad can it really get? And honestly. <laughs> the year kept answering it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, even at the end of the year, like, even when I was listening to all those, um, the snippets that we had, at the beginning, it was this, like, solemn thing, like, oh my gosh, there's this new norm, and, like, we're sad, we don't know what to do with it. At the end, mm-hmm. we were talking about there's a new strain, and we're laughing about it. And I think it just shows us the progression of like how we've handled this year. Like we just went through so much that we just were like, you know what? Positivity as much as possible because (laughs) yeah, it's not going to give us that. We have to create it ourselves. Create it ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Hadiza? Mm -hmm. Um, I would say like it went like, I don't know how to explain this year, honestly. Like, I feel like this year is a year that I hope to forget for the most part. I, I think am I probably... crying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this year... yeah, like, I feel like it's just been up and down all around. Like, I don't, I can't really place this year, honestly, if I'm just being honest. Uh, it's true. If you it listen like to all the episodes, Hadiza actually kept saying, I don't remember this week. I don't. I don't Do you remember. think it's a coping mechanism? <laughs> Maybe. And you know what? It's actually funny because I feel like I think that's okay. Like, I don't think that, like, you know, everybody has to come out of this year being, like, super positive. Like, oh my gosh, I learned, like, you know, the five power rules of life. Like, you know, all of that fun stuff. I feel like it's actually okay for this year to just have been exhausting and people to just want to forget about it. Because I remember I was reading this one tweet about how um it, this was actually, like, a frontline worker. And I think it was even, like, that tweet was featured in an episode of Blackish. I'm pretty sure I'm going to absolutely butcher it. But they were essentially telling the person oh like you know don't you think we'll laugh like we'll look back at this time and like laugh about it and stuff like that or like some, something along those lines like like don't you think there'll be a point in time where you look back and like you know laugh you about kind it of, like maybe not laugh I can't remember what they said but something about, like looking back and like you know just just looking back essentially like looking looking back at that time and the person was like actually no like I don't <laughs> even want to ever have to look back like I don't want to look back and smile I don't want to look back and cry I just don't want to look back and I thought it was so interesting because like you know how people are like oh like you know 10 years from now we'll be writing books like that some people are like actually if you can leave this year in the gutter absolutely it's fine by <laughs> and me. i think that's okay yeah because if you think about it oh my gosh one of the snippets was it was very beginning of the year maybe it was like march or something and we're mm-hmm. talking about mental health with blessing uchendu and i was like i don't know how we are going to cope because it's still new and like it hasn't gotten to all the social circles but then mm-hmm. i don't know how it's going to happen when someone i even know know someone that died from the um the covid thing and i feel like it's getting more pissed now i mean god forbid like you know god keep us safe where it looks like there's a light at the end of the tunnel almost with the vaccines and everything um so god help us and save us and keep us safe and everything but i was speaking to a co-worker who said he has a friend whose mom is in i think saudi and his friend's mom died of covid and he actually doesn't know how to comfort her he doesn't really know what to say so i feel like i'm starting to hear those stories and i was listening to this podcast um calvin's podcast the mics are open i think one of the co-hosts was talking about how his dentist 
died of covid and this is a man that he saw for like years and years and stuff like that so i feel like it's quite painful i think at the beginning of this year it was something still so distant it's now starting to touch many circles i mean the numbers in america just there's no Mm. way that someone in america doesn't know someone who might have lost someone yeah because the numbers are ridiculous so that is so crazy for people that have lost people um may their souls rest in peace and may you be comforted and everything it's really been a hard year so it's hard for people to say let's look back at this year and laugh like exactly what do you want to laugh at if you've lost what are we laughing at yeah yeah oh my gosh one thing i learned this year was how to be sick (laughs) prior to this year honestly i was top-notch health like hospital was that <laughs> like i had never <laughs> seen hospital well that's true you did go to the hospital a lot this year the amount of times i saw the er this year honestly thank god i'm here honestly because like the first time i was like okay this is crazy why is this happening to me then the second time and i think i'm actually ready to talk about this now guys i actually had covid <laughs> yeah, yeah um i think it was in september and okay the reason i hadn't talked about it initially was because there's just so much stigma around it first of all stigma from like how you got it so a lot of people assume that if you have it that means you were being careless and reckless and stuff like that but y'all need to realize that this is something that even if you hang out with one person you literally can get it and the person that i got it from was like completely asymptomatic and everything and like i Mm -hmm. really it's not as if i'm going out partying i work from home i was even one of the people that like when i went grocery shopping i was literally wiping everything down like you know so you can imagine like the amount of betrayal i felt (laughs) (laughs) when i got it and then like you know people were asking me where'd you get it from where'd you get from i'm like i'm sick guys like can we deal with this now i'm also sick with something that's like novel like I don't even know each morning I'm waking up and there's a new symptom and I don't know if this is going to get progressively worse can you let me first so like that was the first thing that made me not really want to talk about it but then there was a stigma after as well because like one of my co-workers were like oh we should have a hangout and this was after I was fully recovered I went back for like tests and I, I tested negative and everything so I had fully recovered even public health was like you can go go out and be free and my coworker was like, because he knew I had had it, and he's like, I don't know. I think we'll see each other after this vaccine. So it was also there's like also a stigma even after. That stigma. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it's like I don't know. It's new, and I can't. Um, I don't know if I can. Um, I don't know if I can be upset at him for it, but um, it hurt me though because I was like. <laughs> it's not as if i killed anybody and i didn't like do you get what i mean i don't mm-hmm. know it's just really no, no, weird I, 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 understand, I understand what you're trying to say and the science but, is there like you know too so yeah but i mean honestly like i, I mean obviously i can't tell you how to feel <laughs> yeah but it's like i'm even trying to think about like the whole thing where you're like you don't know if you should be upset at him and I, i'm also trying to think like would i be upset at them like i actually don't know because it's like I actually don't know. It's because the year is already isolating, right? Exactly. But it's kind of a confusing thing, especially because like coronavirus, like it's like a novel virus. It's like a new virus. Like we don't really know how it operates. Like it's like they have an idea, but like, you Mm. know, people are getting, some people say they're getting reinfected. Some people say that they cannot get reinfected. Like, you know, just like all this contrasting information. So it's like, hmm, I don't know. 
but it's, it's weird. I still though. feel like more people should talk about it though, because Definitely. because of the whole stigma thing, less people are talking about it. In fact, less people are getting tested. And I, to be honest, if I didn't get tested, okay, f- let me let me rewind. Getting the virus is like it's honestly like getting an STD, guys. <laughs> like literally, I feel like I know my body pretty well. So like once I I, I coughed. If, in fact, Hadiza was there and I was like, imagine if it was coronavirus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then I woke up the next day and I had a fever. And immediately what? I had a fever that day. I literally went to get tested. But at some point, Wait, I started can, regretting. Can I, can I just pause and say that that was so responsible of you? Like, that was actually so responsible Thanks. of you. Because honestly, I feel like if it was me, like... I don't like going to the hospital unless I absolutely need to. So I feel like I might have just like stayed at home and waited until the symptoms got like worse. Yeah, exactly. Before like either they like they passed or they got worse. I'll be like, oh, fever. It's okay. (laughs) We'll we'll get through it. Yeah. Exactly. But that's what a lot of people are doing because I feel like I know a lot of people that like it's not good. It's not good. And like that's why I think people need to talk about it because a lot of people Mm -hmm. have experienced symptoms this year but just kept it to themselves. But in the Mm -hmm. moment that you you kept it to yourself first of all the process was i got tested and i was the first person and then i had to like tell everyone that i had seen in the last two weeks it's like getting an std guys and it's not good because they're like i don't know if it's me that gave everyone do you get what i mean mm-hmm. so then i had to start reaching out to everyone i had seen in the last two weeks and then everyone else started getting tested and it was from testing that we were able to trace down like the person that actually gave us the virus and if i didn't th- those people that i told that did get tested and also got it from the same person wouldn't have gotten tested and they would have gone into the world and also reinfected people do you get what i mean so like Mm -hmm. i feel like just the action of i'm not even trying to like toot my own horn or anything but just the action of me getting tested stopped the coronavirus from going further than that one person that infected us do you get what i mean Mm -hmm. so he infected us and then it stopped there because once I got tested, literally everyone else and Hadiza lived even in the same house with me, and she didn't get it. Do you get what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I feel like th- those are just the things that need to be talked about. And even like someone I know that also had it, even has lingering symptoms. Symptoms, you know. So um, it's just talking about it more, guys. Let's let's hope twenty twenty one. Let's do that. <laughs> let's, let's hope twenty twenty. This is kind of hard. I feel like it's kind of vulnerable for me talking about it i don't know i don't know why but it's so new that like everybody doesn't um i mean i feel like it's a stigma thing that you talked about like it's like there is that stigma surrounding it so it's like like talking about it is hard because of the stigma surrounding just like the unknowns and even the knowns yeah stuff like that yeah, yeah, I feel like I know I saw a tweet FK from I said what I said. Like I think she tweeted that she got it or something. And then she deleted the tweet and she was like, Sorry guys, my family told me to take it down. And I'm just like, it's that kind of thing. Like why though? Cause we're a generation that shares everything. Hmm. Yeah, but maybe it was oh, too I, vulnerable for her. Like maybe she realized that. No, she not for it. her. Her family. Like, like you said, it's the stigma. To be very honest, like that's what it is. Because it's like, okay, like for instance, like I, I won't pretend that I know FK or anything. But like from what I've seen of her Twitter presence, it does look like her family hosts like parties and like you know, like they like they're a type of like I don't know if they have like extended parties, but it looks like they do things that involve the society. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Obviously, I'm not in her family. I don't know why they would have told her to take it down. But, like, f- just from looking from the outside in, it could be, like you said, the whole stigma where it's, like, 
the same way your friend, even though you had come back and tested negative, the same way he was like, okay, hold up, let's still wait to link up until after we get the vaccine. It might also be that for them where it's like people might not want to exactly link up with us Uh, until after the vaccine. So, I mean, like I said, I don't know her family. I don't really know them. So this is absolutely me just like speculation, yeah, speculating from outside the bubble. But like, I can just imagine like, you know, people start like if somebody's somebody that's in Canada, if somebody that's in Canada is not Nigerian, and if that's their thought process, imagine Nigerians mm. in Nigeria who like literally even like they, I, I don't even know that Nigerians get like tested for like for like STDs often. <laughs> like, you know, things like that. It's like just imagine like the stigma that like that would hold in Nigeria. Yeah. So I feel like I can absolutely see it. But why are we a culture of like, I mean, I don't know why I'm asking this question. We just are. I mean, that's a whole, that's a whole <laughs> different topic. Well, I just a culture of ignorance like is bliss. Like <laughs> it's more of like if you don't like what you don't know what to affect you. Yeah, it's like I, I talked to a lot of Niger. Like when I kept going to the hospital, this like any small thing, honestly, I went to the hospital and I was telling people like they explain a lot of things. I'm not saying like the healthcare here is like one hundred percent, but it explains a lot. Like it's not like I'm going there and then I'll get sicker. I was already sick before I went there. But like a lot of people mm-hmm. are like, No, me, I don't go to the hospital because I just feel like every time people go in they get sick. Uh, what about going no. into the hospital is going to make you sick? You go there because you were already sick. I don't know. We have, I, I think we still have to have an episode where we actually talk about our relationship no, with honestly, healthcare. With healthcare. Ooh, that's, that, that's an idea. We that actually is, honestly, that. That's a good one, yeah. But it's, it's actually so interesting because like, I mean, obviously, I'm in the, I guess I would say I'm in the medical field. Even Like, I'm in the medical and engineering field. Yeah. <laughs> Asterix. But it's like, even me, like, I still kind of feel the same way sometimes like it's like i so i would i absolutely support people taking drugs like people going to hospital like in fact if you tell me that there's something wrong with you i would tell you to go to the hospital like i'm that person that i fully support people doing that but when it comes to me i'm just like can we wait like can we wait i see <laughs> <laughs> like, i just feel like you know it's kind of the thing where it's like if i go to hospital they will find it. like i feel like if, they, if you're looking for it you will find what you're looking for yeah so I'm but just don't like, you want to, to hospital, find you what you're find... looking for and then treat it i feel like i want to find it when it's getting really bad <laughs> which is not good that's Obviously, not like, good honestly, there's some that's not good at that, all that's, that's literally the um difference I know, that's between the life end. and death <laughs> exactly yeah. but it's like it's not good at all but like things like and this is honestly you people do not like i'm terrible with this <laughs> so, like this is not even <laughs> do what i say I'm not what i do terrible with this. but it's like for me it's like i'm i'm able to i always every time i have like a symptom i'm i'm quick with google like i literally google my symptoms like i don't just read off like webmd like you know how people just read off web, web, like, <laughs> like oh i have like cancer no i actually like google like i go through like different links like i read different articles like i read multiple things to establish what my disease whatever it is not disease but like whatever you can't it even is. Say but, oh my god! <laughs> no, okay. So I self-diagnose, but I do not self-medicate. Okay. So I don't self-medicate like that one. I I don't do at all. Like I don't self-medicate. So if I look at it, <laughs> oh my gosh, they are. But we overdiagnose. But when you think about it, though, healthcare is expensive for Nigerians, so it makes I sense. Suppose. Actually, that is, actually, that's yeah. true. I guess it. 
like there's also the whole class then okay this is a whole other topic we should probably yeah a whole other topic but in summary feel flu-like symptoms go get tested and you can actually stop the and wear your masks everywhere you go to because like i read a study where like there were two hairdressers and they both had coronavirus but they wore masks and their um clients wore masks and like all of them didn't get it basically so like wear your masks and all but yeah that's one thing we learned about this year i learned that i can breathe to a mask very fine and <laughs> i think we used to see people in like asia like do that and be like yeah. why are they doing that low mm-hmm. <laughs> um what else did you guys learn actually i kind of feel like i've kind of already gone over oh house party and clubhouse like we like talking oh lawyer mm, we like talking as a do you guys still use that app um, the house party app. No, house party is dead. Clubhouse is in. Are you guys yeah. on Clubhouse? <laughs> yeah, I'm on Clubhouse. No. Okay, I I use my invite already, but like if I get another one, I'll invite you, Hadiza. But like I think we should use Clubhouse more often, like to interact with listeners. What do you guys think? Oh, that's actually a really here. good idea. I like that. Yeah, let's just pick a topic and like have people just come on and like you know chat with us and everything. So. Yeah, so I learned more about myself. Like, I learned that I'm actually kind of, I've kind of always known this, but I'm actually introverted. Ah, that is a lie. Hmm. That's a lie from the pit of hell. It's true. No, but it's actually true. <laughs> I think every maybe everyone no, actually thought like, they were this- introverted this year because of COVID. Because I actually was no, about Matilda, to say that I am like not say you're not <laughs> exactly the same way no, that you're, you're saying. Intro- no, you're the same way you're saying it. Okay, so you know, at the beginning of this um, Corona thing, like I said, like I literally because I was alone. Like most of this year, I was actually alone and initially i laid mm-hmm. down and i was like crying i was like like because i'm so i'm such an extrovert that i needed people there do you get what i mean so it was devastating mm-hmm. but now one of my friends came to stay over for a little bit and i was waiting for <laughs> like i loved the company but then i was now thinking of the things i could do when mm-hmm. she goes like you know just watch movies edit the podcast oh, no. and stuff do you get what i mean like mm-hmm. so i've also learned to be yeah. alone this year but does that make me an introvert no no okay wait okay so i'm not saying i'm an introvert but i'm saying like so i'm kind That's of what like you said. 54 <laughs> okay no i know i said i said i I am introverted. So I'm kind okay. of like 54% introvert, 46% extrovert. You too, 80%. So it's almost like in the middle. No, I, I didn't say 80%. I said 54%. No, where, like, where did you get that? Where did you get that from? Did you do a okay, personality so I, okay. test? Yeah, I did a personality test. And like, it also made sense with just like, with just the way I am in general. Like, it's like, like my default is to be at home. Like my default is to be at home, is to be introverted, to be very honest. But I do get like bursts of energy. Like I do get like surges where I'm like, okay, I want to go out. I want to do all of this fun stuff. Well, like my default default is really to be at home by myself with a book, which is reading, reading and sleeping, reading, sleeping, eating. That's my default. <laughs> I like, obviously like watching shows as well, but like, I do get like surges where I'm like, okay, I want to do all of this. And I get like, so adventurous and like, I'm like, okay, let's go out. Let's do this. Let's do that. Like, you know, let's do all this fun stuff. But yeah. Yeah, so I think see, we all have like a degree of introversion and extroversion. Your own is like two percent. You're like two percent no, introverted, ninety eight percent extroverted. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I actually learned how to chill this year, but now I'm fighting it. So you know, at the beginning of the year when when um COVID started and everybody was like, "I'm learning to slow down," and I was like, "I actually don't know how to." 
Mm-hmm. Bro, I slowed down. <laughs> wow, I'm happy for you. <laughs> but because I've piled so much on my plates, a lot of things are suffering because of it. Like, mm. I, I piled on my plates more than one person should do. So now that I've decided that, see, I can't be arsed, my mental health is, like, more important. Like, things are suffering. So I'm finding new ways to tell people no. <laughs> and it's it's been interesting. Well, I love that for you. That's love interesting, that yeah, Matilda. Why? Why is that interesting? No, I said it's interesting because you're usually always um like busy doing one thing or the other. And I still feel like you're still busy, even though you say you've um calmed down a lot. So I find it interesting because I'm like, I don't know. Um, you're usually just busy in general and stuff like that. But you know, yeah. I'm afraid. Doesn't anyone get that? Like when you're not doing more than your capacity, do you get the fear of failing? I don't get the fear of failing, but I do get the like, um, so usually I like to be productive and I like doing stuff, but when I'm not doing stuff, I just kind of get like, I'm just like, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel more lazy than anything. Like, so like not really the fear of failing, but like mm-hmm. more like I'm just being lazy. Like I'm not doing everything that I can, but it's not like, it's not like I'm like not doing everything I can. So I'm going to fail type thing. Mm-hmm. It's more of like, oh, you're just being lazy. You're not, you're not doing everything you can. So like I always try to be productive, but like even like like kind of like you like lately I'm also just like I bet this life is just one. It is I'm going just to go and one. Sleep, or I'm just going to go and read a book, or I'm going to just watch that show. Because every single time I watch shows, I always do something because I'm trying to be productive. Well, recently I'm just like to be very honest, let me just enjoy what I'm enjoying. Because I will just watch the show, do what I have to do, and then I can I can be productive like another time. So <laughs> another time. yeah, sounds like procrastination. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, sometimes it's needed. Mm-hmm. I think I have to address that fear of failure because one thing I've learned this year as well is that productivity or the amount of work you put in does not equal outcomes like it doesn't mm-hmm. equal excess outcome like I was listening to this podcast and they were talking about the South African I said what I said and mm-hmm. they were talking about how they have never put so little in and gotten so much out of of life than they have this year. So they literally they did less than they did and they they've mm-hmm. they said they tripled their income. And I was feeling I was listening and I was feeling bad for myself. <laughs> but I mean, but like I still I don't know. I don't believe that. Per- like I don't necessarily know that I still believe that like the saying that you said that but productivity Imama, does not It doesn't, you know. It really doesn't. How? No, explain it. I think if you look at general, I think, I feel like if you were to compile all statistics, there probably would be a trend. I mean, there probably are anomalies where productivity doesn't equal growth in the sense that, you know, conditions create that anomaly. But I think those are anomalies for the most part. But yeah, like, I feel like I agree with what Hadizah says, like, or said. It's like, there might be anomalies where it's like the work you put in might not necessarily determine how much you get out of it. But like, I think in general, like, if you put in a specific amount of work, you will get more outcome than if you put in like less or zero work. Obviously, sometimes you've just been overproductive for like, say you've already put in like the work that will produce, like you've put in one plus one equal to two. Like you're trying to get two and you put in one plus one. I've already gotten that two. If you keep putting more than one, because you've already gotten what you already want, there's like there's no point. So sometimes you being overproductive might not yield anything more. But I think mm-hmm. in general, like being productive, like doing stuff and like doing what you're meant to do yields outcome. Like I don't know. 
I don't know that I believe that saying. <laughs> I guess because I haven't really seen it much in myself. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. everybody always is like, I'm busy. But then I'm like, what do I really have to show for this business? But mm. um, yeah, it's just, I, I just, I'm learning to, like, I feel like maybe even thinking like that helps me let go of things a little bit more. And mm-hmm. like, even if it's to believe that so I can let some things go. You can let something go. Mm-hmm. It, it still helps. Like, honestly, this week, I was about to say, let's just stop doing this podcast, guys. Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> Were you like that this year? Um, no, this year I actually really enjoyed podcast because it was like a good time to like, you know, come together and just, you know, talk because I like talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have noticed. <laughs> we all like talking. Apart from Hadiza, Hadiza doesn't like talking though. Yeah, she doesn't actually talk as much. <laughs> yeah, I don't talk as much. Yeah, that's true. Actually, I, I feel like she's more of a listener. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like if, especially if you guys have already said exactly what was on my mind, mind, I'm just like, I can just say, mm-hmm, yeah, like, I, I I feel like there's nothing to say if you guys have said a I point think that. Clubhouse people need to take a page out of Hadiza's book because <laughs> the Clubhouse um, rooms, is that what they're called? Yeah. They go on too long. Damn. Like, I, you are not they saying anything do. new. Like, I really I don't get what, what What do people talk about on Clubhouse? Everything. Like different topics. <laughs> everything. But, like, yeah. there's just sometimes that I feel like people are reiterating people's points. Yeah. I'm just like, you guys just like hearing the sound of your voices. It, it looks mm-hmm. like it. <laughs> Honestly. Like, I think people on Clubhouse talk in circles. And I mean, honestly, like, I'm also kind of guilty of talking in circles. I can't lie. <laughs> but, like, I've never seen it as much as I've seen it in Clubhouse. Like, even me, I'm just like, uh-uh. Like, even my, you're bad. But, like, these people are bad. <laughs> like, just keep talking. I'm just like, okay, but you said this thing before. Now you're saying it again. Why? <laughs> Bro. But, yeah. Yo, but it's still good, like, conversations. Like, I found this Clubhouse room that's literally, mm-hmm. it, I think it's called Practice Your Yoruba or something like that. Oh. And literally, like, it's just people talking in Yoruba, like, on Boxing Day, I think. Like, I just sat there and I was just listening. And I think just listening in there are some words that i already knew of course but it's like the less you use yoruba any language really the less you use any language or hear the language the more you just lose it so just from listening in i feel like my age factor will increase because (laughs) 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 because i i feel like i'm getting more and more into yoruba and everything so Mm -hmm. um what else did we learn this year Actually, you know, I, I want to say something real quick about that, your productivity stuff, where you felt like you were always doing something, but you never, you could never really see what you were doing. Yeah. So I feel like this year, I actually kind of felt the same way. And that's kind of when I learned to just be productive when I want to, and not because I feel like I have to. Mm-hmm. So like, you know how you said that that's pro- procrastination, but like, mm-hmm. for me, it's like, I'm, I definitely procrastinate a lot, but I also found that it's like, sometimes I'd be forced to so say I have like schoolwork to do and I'm like, my brain, like, I just like I physically just can't or don't feel like doing it but I'm like you know what I must listen I must do the thing so like I'm like watching a tv show while trying to do it it's like I'm not fully enjoying the tv show and I'm also not really doing what I want to do I'm just like my brain is just like more scattered because I'm trying to do both but I'm not really enjoying one I'm not really doing the other so lately I'm just like you know what if I want to watch that tv show I'm going to watch it and then I'd rather set like a cap so like I'll watch tv show for an hour and then I'll go just be productive. So, like, not just being productive because, like, I have to. So, not just, like, having to watch TV shows and, like, work at the same time because I feel like I must work while watching TV shows. But actually just enjoying things by themselves and then just being productive by by itself. I don't know if that made sense, but... Yeah. I like, know. I don't know. Like that, like, that has definitely helped me in feeling, like, 
or you're just like you're always busy but you're never really doing anything because now I'm, I'm not always busy now I actually have times of rest and have times where I'm actually genuinely busy hmm. that makes but, sense yeah yeah no that makes sense productivity is honestly like capitalism has sold us productivity and it's just stressful like I it is it is <laughs> capitalism uh, capitalism is like oh if you're not productive then you're not useful yeah, like your life doesn't mean yeah. anything yeah oh, oh my god so I had this question for like some people this weekend and I want to ask you guys okay are you guys side hustle people like do you think you would want to side hustle not need because obviously like you know some, some people actually need a side hustle to survive mm-hmm. but like do you think you would want a side hustle or you just would want a well-paying job well-paying job same well-paying job bro. me too <laughs> like, i feel like there's, there's some people that are like oh like you know i really want to side hustle i really want to do multiple things and i feel mm-hmm. like well, just pay me really well <laughs> like just yeah pay just really pay me well. really well me i want to climb the um the um corporate ladder corporate ladder but Honestly, i'm like, looking just for pay me really well just with side hustles i think i get the appeal though because i i do think i am but then i think to start off i want a well-paying job and then mm-hmm. when i have enough money saved up i can do side hustle stuff like i, I get the appeal though especially if you're the kind of person that likes um different activities and hobbies and stuff like that yeah but, yeah, but I feel like hobbies and side hustles are different. Like, honestly, the moment, this is my theory, Sha, the moment you start making money from the things you do, a lot of times it, it stifles the hobby in it like the enjoyment you get out of it like yeah that's personal what i think because like okay this podcast for example i really enjoy the podcast like when i'm not thinking about anything else like i love this podcasting but the reason i wanted to quit honestly this year and this is also me being very vulnerable was like i think ninja pod what's it ninja hub pod ninja pod hub they posted like a list of like top 50 um podcast right if in nigeria and like we didn't make the list basically and i was like honestly i enjoyed doing this podcast. like honestly and we're going to keep doing it i like after the the whole thing happened and like you know i was like oh i was feeling bad that like you know all the work like isn't being appreciated basically but then someone commented on our um soundcloud and was like he's really really appreciative of this podcast it's one of his favorites and then someone else did that today as well on twitter and i feel like just those little things i was like bro okay what i'm saying basically is like in and of itself podcasting i really enjoy it but when and if this ever becomes a job there will be more pressures do you get what i mean so then it's now it might now not be as enjoyable as just doing the podcast so i feel like that's where like side hustles like once you start doing it for money there's like extra pressure so it's not the same thing as just me for me just do your job climb the social um the ladder there's money to be made i promise you honestly yeah and like i was even like you know people make hair like braid hair and stuff on the side and i can make hair and i was considering turning it into a side hustle then i calculated the amounts i would be making standing up and everything it's just so exhausting (laughs) bro i can't i can't i mean if you're in a quick if you're in need of a quick dollar and there's no other way to make it then i think it makes sense for the hairdressing thing yeah yeah yeah, i feel like if you post oh can make xyz hair today (laughs) you're gonna get somebody (laughs) message you like tomorrow next more like you're gonna get money book like for sure but if you're a top exec at a company you won't need that yes now matilda top exec (laughs) at the company 
that's it that's it oh my gosh another thing i learned okay i didn't really learn it but um i was reaffirmed that nigeria is (laughs) our government is not focused our government will kill us if we try and i also learned that i have faith in nigerians like there is still something to have faith in i think Mm. i relearned that this year with the whole nsars thing because um i can't lie my faith in nigerians was like winning i was just like see this country is going to break up at some points but we just don't know when but i think seeing the organization and the passion that came during nsars really just made me feel like this it's very inspiring you know speaking of that i think i found a new found this disdain for the governments this year for the nigerian government i just found like i don't want to say hate because i hate is a strong word but (laughs) like it's just like i don't know they're just so wicked like i just like i just really found a new found like i didn't know that i could be that upset but like just so much disdain i like just like their audacity and how they really just play with nigerians lives yeah and i i, I honestly also i was listening like when i was listening back to the week on um, uh, the recap yeah it's so interesting because like i remember when the whole covid palliative thing started and i was like it's so wicked and i still feel like even like when i was listening to the recap and i heard that part again like the amount of bile and anger that like rose up in me was just so like, it was just so wicked like mm-hmm. i just do not understand how i guess i can say i learned that humans really can be wicked we can because like i just like i still cannot fathom it like i do not understand <sighs> but yeah so that's another thing i learned did you guys learn any money things? Just wrapping it up now because we've been here a while. Money. money. Anything about money. Okay, so I learned something. I don't know if it's a good advice. Like I said, <laughs> take my advice to the grid of salt. <laughs> but, um, okay, so I feel like... So I'm, I'm a saver. Like, so I save a lot. Yeah. So I save a lot. And, I like, every month I put, like, a large amount aside for, like... I start saving a lot. But I learned that the money will always come back. Hmm. So it's like, buy that thing you want to. Obviously, responsibly, please. <laughs> like, responsibly, and like, you know, obviously, do not do not buy, like, don't go in debt, essentially. Like, don't go in debt for what you, for what you want. But like, buy that, like, if you have the money, buy that thing you want, the money would always come back. Like, yeah. that's kind of what I learned this year. I'm like, you know, I want this jacket that's really expensive. I have the money, I'm not using it for anything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy that. I mean, oh yeah, I'm not using it for anything. I'm going to buy that jacket. Like as much as I love saving and I save a lot, I just feel like life is for the living. Life and, is like, for the living. I I'm such a like I fully support the really and truly enjoy your life movement. Like I fully and en- support that movement where it's like live your life, fully enjoy your life. So it's like if you want that jacket and you don't have to go in debt for it and you have the money and you're not using it for anything right now, buy that jacket. The money would always come back. But then again, this could also be me talking from a privileged point of view because I fully yeah. un- like I fully understand and like recognize that I am privileged. So mm-hmm. like you know that really could be that but that's kind of what i learned about money this year mm-hmm. on that same spending money thing like mm-hmm. i think i listened to a podcast um where the guy was talking about how like he didn't have any savings until recently and stuff and he had been given the money like basically black tax right mm-hmm. um and i found it interesting because it's like he could have also spent that money there are also people that don't have savings that also spend the money but Mm -hmm. it's just weird because it's like money will go but 
be generous too with your money because mm. it's like if you didn't give it to like the more needy for example you would buy a jacket but if mm-hmm. you didn't have that jacket you would actually still be fine yeah and like the fine. money as you said will always come back so i guess i learned like i'm relearning the idea of family and friends as a community because mm. um i'm starting to realize that the west really teaches you to be an individual mm. and it's not a good thing like it's really not a good thing that's not where i came from that's not what i want to be i want to be part of a community i want to be part of a family and so like i'm only as good as everyone in my family and everything so my money for example is not mine my time is mine but like you know mm-hmm. um like to give freely my time and my money and stuff and resources and try to better people around me basically um I'm, i just i've listened to a lot of podcasts that discuss that idea of like this individualistic thing that like it seems like the world is moving towards and we mm-hmm. will hate it we will like if we absolutely adopt this thing we will hate it we would have a lot of mental health issues like even more than we have right now so it's just i'm i think i'm rediscovering the idea of like community and family and its importance anyways Mm. um yeah there's so much more to learn honestly this year has taught us so much um and we're just so grateful honestly to be here alive honestly i am i am from all the sicknesses like there was a time i I was sick yo there was a time i was sick and i was like i i was scared to sleep because i didn't know if i was going to wake up but you guys i'm actually fine i'm better now i'm good i'm actually good thank god but yeah i was that sick this year so i'm really grateful for life and everything so you guys happy 2020 is over <laughs> and by the Any next expectations t- for 2021 mm. i'm happy there's a vaccine oh inject it in my veins <laughs> screaming like today <laughs> but you know like i mean okay I'm gonna keep quiet because positive vibes. Positive, please, please, positive vibes. Yeah, I hope 2021 is better, yeah. but I don't think we should do predictions so that we don't look silly again because 2020 mm-hmm. also taught us that the future is not for us to predict. <laughs> so yeah, no, honestly, but I mean, like, I'm still like, I can't lie, I'm still keeping optimistic for 2021. Yeah, it's like I feel like that's one thing that I want to hold on to, like just hope. like hope. Like, I know, I know 2020 has been hard and exhausting. Like, you know, people have lost hope. And I mean, like, I fully get people, like, not going into 2021 with, like, any expectations. Like, just like, you know what? I, like, we move. However it goes, it goes. Like, I fully, truly get that. But something that I want to hang on to is actually just hope. Like, I actually, yeah, I just want to, I I believe in, like, positive affirmations and, like, everything. So, like, I just want to have hope. (laughs) You've actually said the word. Yeah. I really hope in 20. 2021 the world goes back to some semblance of like a norm um of normalcy yeah i really really hope so like with the vaccine coming i hope that the new strain can be um basically addressed with the existing um, vaccine i just i really i want to have a 
a beautiful summer 2021 because it's already cold. <laughs> Honestly, um, I want to travel. Remember, oh my gosh, I really hope we're able to go to Puerto Rico in 2021 because, like, we were meant to go for. We were meant to. What's that thing again? It's so far Afro-nation. away. Nation. Nation. <laughs> we literally, even the week of going to Puerto Rico, we we're still not sure if we're going or not. I really hope yeah. we're able to take trips next year and see the people we love yeah. because this year was really isolating but yeah hope 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 hope, hope. yeah <laughs> anyways guys the next time you hear from us it will be 2021 One. um and happy new year happy new year merry christmas happy, happy new, year. new year yeah all right bye bye <laughs> peace out guys Thank you.